Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. All right, the Thursday afternoon show rolls along here on CJOB. News at 2.30. Tristan Field-Jones will have all the info for you. And then Carolyn Klassen will join us from Conexus Counseling, our regular Thursday visit with her. Joining us now on the phone from beautiful downtown Toronto at the University of Toronto, psychiatry professor Dr. Roger McIntyre. Dr. McIntyre, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hal. Great to be with you. Yeah, thank you very much for doing this. So we're talking about weight gain. We had uh, the food prof on earlier, the food professor from Dalhousie U, Sylvain Charlebois, and they've done a survey of 10,000 people, 43% telling them that they have gained undesirable weight during the pandemic. You can't see it because it's radio, but my hand's in the air. (laughs) I am guilty of putting some pounds on too, uh, doing my show from home here, too close to the fridge and and stress and, you know, I mean, everything else that uh, everybody out there is is nodding their head about right now as I get ready to give you the the first question here. Is this something we need to to worry about uh, as the pandemic continues and, and hopefully winds up soon? We do. Excessive weight gain is well known to be a risk factor for many, many medical conditions, including but not limited to heart disease and diabetes. But there's also something else that we need to be aware of. As our weight begins to increase, you know what else happens? You know that blah feeling everyone's feeling right now, that blah, brain fog, lack of energy, lack of motivation? Well, guess what? The more weight you gain, it begins to change the body in such a way as it makes you more tired, more fatigued, because it affects the brain. It begins to affect the brain's function over time. So absolutely we've got to be concerned, and absolutely this result from our colleague in Dalhousie has been replicated by other groups. This is a real finding, so-called pandemic pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the word we've been using this week, because we're all feeling that blah, which is maybe the best way to describe it, but the word that many of us here at CGOB have kind of landed on to describe the feeling is we're languishing, right? We're languishing in this pandemic. It's gone on too long, way longer than any of us thought it would. It is messing with our, our brains. It's meant to, messing with our, our mental health. And yeah, putting a few pounds on doesn't help. Um, I mean, there's... A, a listener sent a text earlier, and I read it, and they said, we aren't even scratch. in their opinion, we're not even scratching the surface of the impact that this pandemic is going to have on us as human beings. Well, you know what the word us reminds me of? Us is U.S. Let's add a C behind that, C-U-S. That stands for chronic, unpredictable stress. This is chronic, unpredictable stress. You want to know what we found in our lab and other labs? When animals are subjected to stress, it's bad news. Chronic unpredictable stress, it's terrible. What, what is chronic unpredictable stress? What that is is when you just don't know when the grief is going to end. That's toxic. And that creates a sense of lack of interest, lack of motivation, lack of joy, lack of enjoyment, anything. This is what people are experiencing right across the country because we don't have a defined finish line. And in fact, the finish line, if it it was defined, seems to keep changing. So we have this chronic, unpredictable stress. It's toxic, and it's leading not only to weight gain, but it's disrupting everybody's sleep. And that also leads to weight gain. So we have a double whammy occurring with this situation. Yeah, a triple whammy, really, because you're, you're right, the sleep, I mean, it all contributes to our, our health, physical and mental, 
and none of it's any good. So those are the problems, and I think we can all agree uh, that that it's happening. What are some? Do you have any advice? How, how do we deal with this, doctor? Yeah, and here's what the good news is: we don't need to feel this way. In other words, look, you and I, Canadians, we can't change in terms of the supply chain of the vaccine. The virus, of course, has been a terrible situation, but we can change our reaction to this chronic, unpredictable stress. And guess what what really works? What really works doesn't cost any money. That's a good start, and everyone can do it. It starts with structuring your day, having structure, getting good sleep, all the stuff that you know we knew when we were younger. And here's the key part, too, portion control, not just with food, but guess what? Alcohol. I know alcohol is an essential service in Canada, but alcohol actually is a lot of empty calorie. Which all that means is you're getting calorie and no nutrition. And people are drinking more as well, more, more alcohol. And to add to that, social media. You've got to put portion control on that because that gets people in a bad space after a period of time. And to the extent possible, you've got to be exercising. You've got to be doing things and socially engaging. So far, what I just said is nothing that creative, but it's about just doing it. And we've got to get up and we've got to get doing it. And guess what? It works. It's been shown to actually give people a sense of, you know, I'm taking control. I'm taking control of my life. And when you have that type of experience subjectively, you haven't changed the supply chain. You haven't changed the virus. You've changed your reaction to it. And when you're taking control, your body says, aha, I'm less stressful. I feel more energetic. I want to get things done. So take Mm -hmm. control is the message. Yeah, and that's all really good advice. And I think that works for many people listening right now, maybe even most people. But do you worry about the long-term impact for at least some of us? Um, when it comes to our mental health, addiction, um, long-term uh, problems that we can't fix with structuring our day and getting more sleep and all the great advice you just gave. I do, and here's the ratio. One-third, one-third. Recent studies found that people who got infected with COVID, a third went on to have a mental illness, one-third. What about people who did not get COVID, at least they didn't know they did, and they are living in this terrible situation. The past uh, situations we've had, nothing quite like this. But you look at SARS, you look at other financial crises, because this is not just a public health crisis. This is an economic crisis as well for mm-hmm. many people. It has been replicated over and over and over again that this leads to an increase in very serious medical problems like depression and anxiety disorders. So I would say the following. You're right. What I just described is not the solution for everybody, but it works. Believe me, it works, but it won't work for everybody. And for people who have, you know, uh, really in a bad state, they can't function, don't feel themselves, feeling really dark, feeling really down, uh, that goes on. They should speak to a healthcare provider. There's very good treatments. There's different types of uh, modalities of treatment. In other words, there's counseling. There's different ways that people can engage some of these services nowadays, even through the Internet as well as where applicable the appropriate medications. So there are good treatments, and people should not hesitate. Go speak to your health care provider. You want to know one, one, one other remark about that? I get calls from health care providers all over North America. You know what they say to me? Roger, where are all the patients? They're not even coming to my office. They're, they're afraid. Look, the offices are safe. Go talk to your health care provider. Sometimes it's telehealth, nice and easy, but they've got good treatment for you. Dr. McIntyre, great stuff. I'll be calling you again. Thanks for your help. Thanks for covering this important topic. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. You too. Dr. Roger uh, Roger McIntyre is a psychiatry professor at the University of Toronto. 
Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.